RDTDaily.com presents a Tara Buster with comedian Tara Devlin. All right. What's happening, everybody? Let's see. That was I know that was very loud. I don't know. I got to do something about the audio situation. <laughs> anyway, I have to tell Well, I do have an update about that. Ooh, all of a sudden, I just felt like I had a yawn, and it was coming on. Not that I'm not that tired. I'm not. But it got stuck in my chest. Anyway, um, what was I going to say? So I figured out what hap- what's going on with the audio with the phone calls that we had uh, a, we, you know, a couple of guests last week. Poppy was on. And John Perkins, author of Confessions of an Economic Hitman, and nobody could hear him except me. And I had all the settings were correct. But anyway, that's why it was it took it took me by surprise when nobody could hear him. It wasn't my fault. And I just want to report that. Because I don't know how I stumbled upon the fix for this and I reached out to the people at Ecamm and everything else. But they um, they didn't even get back to me because I was able to figure it out before. I don't know. Would they have gotten back to me? I should have waited and see. But because um, <laughs> every time they hear from me, there's a problem. So anyway, it was Skype. Okay. This is what happens. They do these updates. And that's why I get confused i have all all the settings and then all of the sudden things aren't working so apparently there's some weird thing because i got a new mac and i've i have um you know we've used the phones after i got the new mac so it was they were working and then all of a sudden they stopped working and apparently something in Skype and the M1 Mac knocked the uh, some button that you have to put up on Skype. Whenever I have to take a phone call from Skype or interview somebody, there has to be this switch that's it's in the advanced settings <laughs> of Skype. Why am I telling you the whole detail? But... <laughs> It's because I want you to know I, I'm not kidding. I'm not just blaming Skype. I'm not like a Republican, you know, don't want to take any personal responsibility for the mistakes, but and just deflecting blame all over the place. But it's true. I, and I found some obscure post on the Skype, um, you know, chat that said, this is what it, this is the problem and uh i think it's called i don't know what is the uh, i don't know i can't remember the name of the switch you probably remember it it's uh it's in the advanced settings whatever who cares and you have to launch skype in rosetta mode <laughs> who the hell would have known this and then it worked. And then this switch appeared, magically appeared again. So without that switch, I wasn't able to hear anything. And that's why I, everything was set up. And I was so confused because the levers weren't moving. And anyway, all right, whatever. Let's leave that in the past where it belongs. All right. I'm exhausted from life. Maybe I am tired. So Junior is, <laughs> Junior is not getting a raise, Haiku. 
That's for sure. And Junior is in the bedroom right now. He he didn't like that I put him in there. But he's uh, maybe we'll let him out later. He's a pain in my ass. He was being he's just a, I I don't know what it is. He's getting older. And he's he's got a grumpiness about him in, in general now. He's very bossy. He's very pushy. He really is. He, but I appreciate that. I do respect that in him. You know, like that he has this self-esteem. He has a he has you know a sense of himself, and he 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 knows what he wants, and he goes for it. I like that about him. All right, we got a lot of well, a lot of things to talk about. And thank you, Jim, for your super chat right out of the gate. If you can become a patron, you know it. Please do at patreon.com slash devil. And if you can give the show a good review on iTunes, please do that as well, because that helps get this bitch out there in the some somebody's searching political talk show they might find us instead of uh you know steven crowder or some other scumbag but which makes me mad you know not that no the the scumbags make me mad but what what if i got something over here i gotta push a button and you know it makes me mad because i i've done that before you know google political talk show on on apple podcasts and all of the talk shows that come up are right-wing talk shows and it's not about an algorithm that oh it's just recommending things that you want to hear what why why would it do that to me you know and and why would it why would it recommend these fascists to me i don't listen to these people i don't subscribe to them if anything, it would recommend other liberal talk shows. But that just goes to show you what we're talking about, what we're up against. Because the, you know, uh, the right-wingers are, uh, they really, is full, it's part of their strategy to cry victim and to cry that everybody's picking on them and to proclaim. It's like it's the Trump strategy. It's the Nazi strategy. They just cry and cry that they're being picked on. That, oh, don't believe the news. It's fake news. Just don't, uh, you know, um, believe that, don't, you know, don't believe your lying eyes. The, 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 the media is liberal, which is such, it's just bullshit. But that's a canard that's gone back, that goes back decades to, Rush Limbaugh when he was first inflicted on this country and destroying and you know the well we'll we see the the fruits of his his filthy labors well I don't and I say labors in quotes because he does what would he he doesn't labor he well now he's dead he's burning in hell now but he he didn't labor when he was alive he sent his damn housekeeper out to buy drugs for him could you imagine that that's what a that's this is who these people are they can't even go buy their own drugs right they got to send the housekeeper out to go behind a dumpster and i remember reading something about that that she would meet the dealer behind some 
effing dumpster. It's not bad enough that you have to work, that you work for Rush Limbaugh, the likes of Rush Limbaugh. Well, he goes on his propaganda outlet to spread hate against people like the the housekeeper that had to go out and buy drugs for the scumbag. Right? These people are they're disgusting. All right, hold on. I think I'm drinking too much coffee. My stomach's a little upset. I'm just letting you know. In case I have to bow out, bow out <laughs> early. It's either that or stomach cancer. I don't know. We'll see. But, all right, if you can, like I said, yeah, if you can become a patron, whatever, whatever, you know the drill. I know, I know. What else? Oh, yeah, I don't know what's going on with APS Radio News. I'll just plug it anyway and hope that Charlie's okay. Hope you're all right there, Charlie. Thinking of you. And, yeah, keep it, keep in the fight. That's all we can do. One day at a time. All right, well, let's, uh, what else do I got to say? And you guys can remind me later. We, uh, okay. I don't even know where to begin. Um, well, George Santos, we can begin there. The, and it, this is proof that there are no decent Republicans. There, there really aren't. So I'm sure you know some of well most of the republicans like like kevin mccarthy he's not a decent person and i i have the receipts for that too i have some more receipts for that tonight to show you what a what a dirtbag he truly is and and he is their leader so but stick around for that but george santos you know he is the republican party they are all george santos so the fellow freshman representatives from New York who were the ones who uh, put the Republican Party over the top, you know, they would still be in the minority. God, I wish. If not for these, the, 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 um, the upsets in New York. I'm sorry to say, since I live here. But the... Fellow freshman Republicans were the one they were calling for George Santos to resign, and that, and partly because of that, they were they're all from Biden districts, so the districts were like plus nine, plus eleven, plus whatever the hell Biden. Um, they're mostly Democratic districts that were that voted in in an upset for these con men. So they, but so they've been calling for George Santos to resign. And in fact, the Republican party in New York have been funneling or whatever, routing all the calls to George Santos's office to other, they've been fanning out to other representatives. So <clears throat> pardon me. Yeah. Cause I didn't mean to do that right in your ear, but since we're getting to know each other, <laughs> You might as well know I'm only human. <clears throat> and I don't have a cough button, so. I apologize. I really do. So, I am disgusted. I, I mean, I disgust myself. What am I going to say? There's nothing you can't say that I have not already said to myself. So, all right. 
and I see my hair is sticking up. So, uh, anyway, so one of these Republicans who is from a, a, I think he's from a plus 11 Biden district. He's the one today that, that bailed the Republican party out, but not only that, they, he bailed George Santos out, forget the Republican party. They need George Santos. And in fact, George Santos is such a scum and he knows that the right wingers, that the Republicans need him uh, for the debt ceiling. He um, apparently made a big show about going down to the well of the house to cast his vote. The very last vote that was cast. So everybody was hanging on, on the edge of their seats. What would the con man do? And, you know, this is a party of con men and con women. They were all a bunch of grifters, just like the Republicans in the, um, you know, in the New York districts who for, since George Santos was exposed before he even took the oath of office, they've been calling for him to resign. Well, here's their chance, right? They had their chance today because the Democrats introduced a resolution to expel him from the House. Basically, put they wanted to put the Republicans on record which way, which what side are you on? Whose side are you on? Are you on the side of decency, democracy, or are you on the, on the side of, a, of the con? But this is a party that has, an, uh, has a literal con man as a st- uh, standard bearer. Why can't I talk? So what do, we, what do we expect? So the guy's name is, where is it? He's the one that he, so he threw George Santos a Hail Mary by introducing, so the, the Republican, I mean, the Democrats introduced a resolution to expel George Santos and Anthony D'Esposito from New York, from I think District 4, Yes, District 4 in New York, his Santos's neighboring district, introduced another resolution to, to refer all of this, you know, falderall, if that's the right word, to the Ethics Committee. So in the meantime... George Santos continues to be able to so-called serve, meaning he gets to continue to be the parasite that he is, sucking on the teat of the American taxpayer for his $160,000, a year salary, his $12,000 a month that we are paying this grifter to do nothing but go get Botox on his lips. And have you noticed, and since people pointed it out, I I never really noticed that George Santos's lips were so voluptuous, but they're getting worse by the minute. They're getting bigger. The, the more time he spends in Congress uh, drawing <laughs> an actual paycheck, his... His lips are getting a lot bigger because he's what is he going to do? He his time in 
Congress is limited. He's, and of course, you know, a grifter and playing by the Trump playbook. So this is a stand, this is a party that has no standards. They are really, they've all hit bottom. And, you know, I don't want to hear that, oh, there are some good Republicans. No, there aren't. Because they had an opportunity to show us just how good they are. Now, if they were sincere in being a partner in this constitutionally limited democratic republic nation of laws that promotes the general welfare over the welfare of of uh, Trump national golf course or whatever the hell. And um, yeah, I know I say that with uh, tongue in cheek because th- that's that's not who they are. Th- they're <laughs> if they were a a sincere partner in governing, they would have gotten rid of George Santos. Because what do you need a con man for? If you respect the system that the founders fought a revolution to create and entrust to us, and you and you knew that this scumbag, the the fraud that he is, is is sullying the entire institution in the eyes of the voter. You know, it's the same thing with Clarence Thomas, with Uncle Clarence and all the other, uh, well, Trump himself. If Republicans had any respect for the institutions that they supposedly serve, they would resign. These people would resign as soon as they're caught. Trump, of course, you know, he would never resign, but there are many reasons for him to do include do to i can't talk including um you know being impeached uh i mean the the republicans could have gotten rid of him numerous times like for example the first impeachment where trump took taxpayer money like his own personal slush fund of, for bribery that's what he did his own personal extortion fund so, and to sh- just to put a a fine point on it that how scumbag this po- the party <laughs> you know uh the republican party really is when asked about george santos uh kevin mccarthy he he's he he's really good at whataboutism of course right cuz that's all they got they got pages from hitler's playbook and he started going on about how, uh, you know, Adam Schiff. But, in, in, oh, this is another thing. Because he was, so it's all connected. Republicans, not only are they following this, the Trump's playbook with, with George Santos, you know, just uh, witch hunt, liar, blah, 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 let the process, blah, 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 bullshit. Here, here's a clip of uh, Kevin McCarthy, like I'm saying. But not only are they doing that, they're they're following Trump's playbook with in uh, in regard to this phony Durham report, which was nothing. A report, it was like a Dur- Durham opinion. He might as well have taken seven million dollars to write an opinion piece for Breitbart, because that's all it was him saying things that he thinks and feels 
that it, it weren't nice. Didn't wasn't really nice to the Trump, uh, to Trump's uh, you know b- uh, designs on the White Trump slash Putin's designs on the White House. There's n- no charges come out, no indictments. Unlike the Mueller report, where people went to jail, where people had, had, f- pled guilty, <laughs> like Michael Flynn, he pled guilty numerous times. To being a fucking traitor. So, uh, they're following the playbook with Trump, how Trump, uh, when his with his stolen election bullshit, just tell them that it was stolen and leave the rest to me and the Republicans. You see, that's what they're doing. They're saying that it's this Durham report is the it's worse than Watergate. It's the most explosive uh, piece of shit you'd ever that you, that ever dumped in the middle of the room like a big stench. I know that's not a good view. It, but it's not because if it were, if it were, uh, then th- wouldn't there be some teeth behind it? Wouldn't there be some weight? What's the point? It's the same thing that Republicans always do. They waste America's time. They waste America's money with their phony witch hunts. You know, for the people that constantly cry witch hunt, that's what they're all that they're engaged in. Went after Hillary Clinton from the time she decided not not to sit home and bake cookies. For real. You know, twenty-five. It cost the Star Report, and that's back in the day, twenty-five million dollars they spent on the witch hunt against the Clintons. But there was no there there. They found nothing. Nobody, nobody went to jail. Nobody got indicted. It was just another nothing burger. Same thing. Every everything that they do, Benghazi, Benghazi, Benghazi. Right. Now this bullshit. Oh, the weaponization of government. The James Comer witch hunt against Biden. Supposedly, oh, any? have you found any illegal dealings? Oh, well, I know, but uh, it should be illegal. Whatever it is, whatever it is you're talking about. They know, no specifics, though, of course, because this is who they are. Everything is a grift. They are all the party of George Santos. And I wish I was wrong about this. I do. I don't want to live in a fascist shit show. But here we are. And what do we do about it? Anyway, let me play this clip of Kevin McCarthy talking about George Santos. I think I would like the House to take up this work and look at it, and if it rises to that occasion, then, because as we look to all these differences, I mean, we just had a report come out from Durham. Bullshit, right? What does that say about Adam Schiff? He lied to the American public. Should he be expelled from Congress he as well? lied? No, he didn't. What is it? It says in, the, in this phony Durham report, it, it mentions Schiff. Schiff. Two times, and I wanted to point this out too. And it, and of course, it, the it mentions him in a cursory fashion. 
because Adam Schiff did nothing wrong. Adam Schiff ran the impeachment of Trump and and Kevin McCarthy, the first impeachment. Kevin McCarthy keeps referring to Adam Schiff as Adam Schiff. You know, Adam Schiff, and then this is uh, who Republicans are. It's like Democrat Party, Adam Schiff, you know, throwing the dog whistles out there to the the Nazi base of the GOP was like shifty, shifty Jews. Is that what you're supposed to be uh, evoking? Because Adam Schiff is Jewish. So Adam Schiff. And it's not the first time. This is a thing that he does. And nobody points it out. No one on the corporate media. You see the lower third here in this clip. I grabbed it from MSNBC. They played this clip on MSNBC, and then they went right back to the studio, and nobody mentioned or even said anything. Not e- not the reporter questioning Kevin McCarthy. They didn't say, "What do you? Do? Why do you keep calling him Shift? What's wrong with you?" I know you. I notice you do this all the time. You call him Adam Shift. It's like the Democrat Party bullshit that you do, and and don't you find it a bit ironic or hypocritical? Or pick a, pick some some uh, word, you know, that like disparaging, ridiculous, childish. Pick one. It's all of the above, but. Don't you find it a bit sick for the Speaker of the House to constantly, deliberately mispronounce the names of the other representatives and the very party, the, uh, the, the, the oldest continuous political party in world history founded by Thomas Jefferson? Don't you find that a little bit hypocritical to lament how, you know, they're playing politics while you can't even pronounce people's names correctly. And what is that about? I really want to know. Can you please explain why you keep mispronouncing Adam Schiff's name as Adam Schiff? Because I know, uh, I know very well that you know what his name is. So what is the game that you're playing on the American people? Right? And and wait for a response. But they never call it out. They never call these Republicans out. And then it gets out there, you know? Instead of the, um, you know, uh, the fourth estate doing its job and pointing out just what we're dealing with. Stop taking these Republicans at face value. What would is that point pointed out that this is their tactic because they got nothing. They don't have anything else to offer the American people but little schoolyard bully taunts. And that's it. And lies. And I'm going to play something else, too, in a minute. Wait a minute. I'm looking for this other... Because I, 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 after I listened to this Adam Schiff bullshit, I, I was like, what is that shit? 
And apparently I did a Google Adam Schiff, Kevin McCarthy. And there's a lot of clips of Kevin McCarthy going on about Adam Schiff. Don't even tell me I didn't save it, though. Wait a minute. It's a disgrace. It really is. No, I don't have it. Fuck this. Wait a minute. Wait, wait, wait. Here we go. I found it. I have to play it off the screen, though. Hopefully it'll play. And thank you all for being here tonight, by the way. How's everybody doing? I'm taking attendance tonight. I think I've had like 15 cups of coffee today. Adam Shift. Do you understand? Am I, uh, am I wrong here for thinking that this is something that needs to be addressed as well as everything else? That we shouldn't just let things lie on the floor? That you have to fight these freaks on every front, including this. And why doesn't the corporate media do its job? Why do they allow them to get away with it all the time? Mispronouncing the name of the Democratic Party. Mispronouncing Adam Schiff. Adam Schiff did it, Schiff. <laughs> yeah, oh, oh, for a second I thought I said shift in my, in my yeah, it's shifty shift. Right, exactly. That's because that's what Trump calls him, shifty shift. So I guess that it's supposed to evoke that. But it's also anti-Semitic. It's some little dig at, oh, you're shifty. You're the shifty Jews, right? And the Republican Party, and I know, oh, um, you're calling them Republicans. Well, this is that, that's recently. I used to call them Republicans, but I got sick of them. You know, with their Democrat Party things. Oh, it's my little way of pointing that out. That we have to endure the Democrat Party. And nobody ever mentions it. But So I'm pointing it out. Call them the Republicans then. You see? Oh, but then that means that it's two wrongs don't make a right. And you're just as bad. Um... I'm just pointing it. I don't think so because we're not, that's not the only thing that we're offering. You know, that's not what Democrats have to offer the American people. The, the, the Democrats aren't trying to irritate and harm, <laughs> you know, at the very least Republicans are trying to irritate people in the worst. They're trying to harm people. And we'll get to that too. Cause Kevin McCarthy's, adamant about work requirements for welfare recipients or public assistance recipients, this is the same old idea that Republicans have rehashed again and again and again. And we have, we have the numbers. We have the data that shows us that work requirements for welfare does nothing to reduce the poverty rate. And in fact, it, if as the numbers have shown and studies and now, you know, this is what you do. You think you implement policies and then you 
see, uh, check and see the results. But Republicans don't do that because they're just a bunch of ideologues trying to hurt people. So, but as far as work requirements, what it does is it, 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 it actually makes poverty worse in America. And, and of course, what else is new with the right wingers? And this is what drives me insane about the corporate media. And I'm going to play this to another thing I wanted to talk about. We have a lot to talk about tonight because I wanted to talk about Barack Obama on, he gave an interview to CBS and I also want to talk about Lauren Boebert getting divorced, you know, a little shot in front and hypocrisy alert. But Barack Obama gave an interview to CBS and he mentioned the thing, the very thing that I've been saying for years about what's um, the worst and most alarming thing that he that he thinks about, um, and uh, as far as the the survival of a democratic republic and he mentions media the corporate media the consolidation of media but he puts it as uh the that we're in our silos of information and oh we'll we'll get to it in a little bit but first let's continue with kevin mccarthy and his filth and lies so but kevin mccarthy um where is it here i gotta play it off the screen i got a couple of Hopefully you can hear it. There's another chance to test the audio. Sometimes we have audio on the show. That's good. That's a good thing. All right, let's see. Sometimes we don't. I mean, what you can have audio on any old show, right? Oh, this show, you might have it. You might not. It's, it's kind of exciting that way. That's why I asked you to be a patron. You might, if you want, I mean, take, it's like rolling the dice. It's like going, going to Vegas or Atlantic City. Will you have audio on the show tonight? I don't know. I just don't know. All right, here we go. Let's see if this plays. You got an Adam. Oh, I could see it. I could see the little meter going. It's very loud, though. I see it going into the red. Let's see. Let's see. Here we go. Here we go. This is a couple of clips here of uh, that filth known as Kevin McCarthy. Look at this. Look at this bitch in the background, though. Elise Stefanik. She's another one that makes me furious. Another sophomoric little Scum, traitor, little child. Yeah, let's go, Brandon. Bitch, childish bitch. All right. You got an Adam Schiff who we know is playing nothing but politics. Adam Schiff. He's the Americans' window into their attempt to remove this president. We just had a report come out from Durham. What does that say about Adam Schiff? Can you believe that? No one points it out. Yeah. Into their attempt to remove this president. And you notice in this second clip, and this is only a few, that I, there were so many others. I just didn't have a, to, a time to grab them all before the show. That's why I didn't output it. I only grabbed it on 
on uh, ScreenFlow. Adam Schiff, he's the American's window into their attempt to remove the- There's no doubt he is deliberately saying that. Adam Schiff, pause. He's, and then he goes on to call Adam Schiff a known liar. What's the lie? That's the other thing that drives me insane about the corporate media and how much it's, the corporate media sucks. Because they, of, well, we expect this from Fox News, of course. But he's on other channels. He's on CNN. He's on MSNBC. Right? No one pushes back when he's, he says Adam Schiff is a known liar. Now, what lies did he tell? Will you please explain? Will you elaborate? Right? But this is another thing that the corporate media does. They never they never put context. They never push back. They never explain. They just assume, oh, everybody knows he's a known liar. Well, what? What lies? Well, I know that if you're a Fox News victim, you think everything's a lie. That the impeachment... Oh, it was a perfect phone call. Perfect. Where you use taxpayer money as your own personal extortion fund. That's a no-brainer. Imagine, really, just take a minute to imagine. Play the, the, uh, the game. If any Democrat did that, if any Democratic president took, used taxpayer money, got on the phone with a... A, a a foreign leader that we were supporting in a in a military um you know whatever giving military aid to and any democratic president said to them i want you before i give you this money i want you to do me a favor though and there's no there was no doubt this, this this was not uh, a something that could be misinterpreted, and in fact, Zelensky said he knew exactly what Trump was talking about, because part of the the reason that Zelensky was elected in the first place, and this is why Ukraine is a fledgling democracy. Because Ukraine and and Republicans say this all the time. They're saying, oh, it's it's such. Um, corruption in Ukraine. And that is true. For years, Ukraine, it, it was, and I'm not an expert, but I read some articles about it. And the reason why Ukrainians are so pro-democracy is because they're sick of the corruption that whenever you had to do anything, if you went to the DMV or whatever their version of the DMV was, you had to bribe somebody. If you needed something from from government or your r- local representative, or you would you you need anything that any association that the public or the citizen had with so-called representatives of their of the system, they had to be bribed. So this was an uh, it was an expectation. It was an unwritten rule, and people were sick of it. They were sick of and then it trickled down into society where if you went to the the supermarket and you went to the butcher, let's say, and you said, I'd like a half a pound of bologna and you'd have to bribe them. 
you know, for to get so you could get an actual what you were asking for. So everybody was sick of it. Not I'm sure not everybody, not the the Kevin McCarthy types or the George Santos types, but the 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 people that I mean, wouldn't that be exhausting? And that's a lot of um, systems are like that all over the world where you have to bribe people. I, rem- I remember Tom Harmon telling me some, not me, but uh, me, see, he's talking to me. It was on his show. He was talking about how he was in Africa and one of the, he needed some document to whatever travel. And he realized after talking to this person that he was waiting for a bribe and he didn't realize it. He was like, well, can't we do this? And can't we do that? And the guy kept putting up roadblocks and obstacles. And it was like, well, if only I could do that, maybe I could, I don't know. But it was, he was hemming and hawing for a bribe. So, and then he was like, oh, right. You want a bribe. This is how it works in other systems. That's why, you know, we don't want it to work like that here. We expect when, you know, um, you don't have to bribe the, the, the let's say, your, uh, the, the water guy, you know, to have fresh and inspected and parasite-free water piped into your home or, your, or the building or, you know, or the, the neighborhood you live in. It, it's expected. You know, it's part of civilization. It's part of the social contract that we have with each other, that it functions. And when you're in a position of service, that you're 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 working for the people. But this is, I mean, I know, ha ha ha, right? Exactly. And that's why you know um, the Republicans they point out Ukraine's corruption. With a, without any context, the corruption in Ukraine is, uh, they would say, it's uh, well known and all that. Yes, but that's why the, they had an election and they had a reform that, that Zelensky, it was and is the reformer. They are trying to transcend that. This is why Putin... Is so uh, is such a bloodthirsty ghoul because he he um, you know doesn't want another democracy in the world. He hates democracy. He wants to destroy democracy, and he says it outright. Just realize I didn't press your button over here. So <clears throat> Republicans would love that system. Well, just well, <laughs> speaking up. I mean, George Santos, the same thing. I didn't play these videos or the clips, but I'm not sure you probably heard the clips of George Santos where, wait, how come I can't turn this? What the fuck is going on? Come on, Ecamm, back to, oh, I was pushing the wrong thing. But George Santos, there was, there's some recordings of George Santos because a documentary filmmaker wanted to make a documentary about the con man, George Santos. I know when I say con man, you're like, which one? Because it could be Trump. It could be Santos. It could, it could be all any of them. But, uh, and I call Trump the con man. So, and that's what he is. I call him what he is. But the, so there are recordings of Santos 
um, trying to get money out of the guy, this documentary filmmaker, trying to ask, well, blatantly asking for money. And that's just not what you do in, in news. You know, you don't pay people to appear. You don't pay politicians to appear on your TV show or whatever because that's a conflict of interest. So, yeah, well, why would George Santos know that? In fact, he's in the in the tapes, he's saying, oh, lots of things are different now. Everyone's doing it, right? Lots of things are different now. And, and people are talking that, yeah, now you can get as much money, suck as much money as you can, as fast as you can, out of, this, out of government. Yeah, because that, that's the only reason a Republican gets into, into public so-called service, right? Haven't I said that before? Wait, let me see. Santos... I've said it forever, and I, it's the truth. Republicans do not go into public so-called service for altruism. They run for office because they want to corrupt government for themselves and their pals. That's it. They want they you know they want to make the rich richer, make the working class the more malleable working poor. They want to. They they don't want to promote the general welfare. Why would they? Why would they? First of all, if you think they're promoting the general welfare by being uh, a bunch of Nazis, you would be mistaken. I guess you promote the Nazi wealth, the 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 Nazi welfare, right? So, um, but not the general welfare. Not in the constitutionally limited democratic republic of of immigrants a nation of immigrants you know you're not i mean and another thing i've been noticing you might have noticed too is that how the republicans are really uh triggered by people putting down white supremacists lately so wait where is this damn i know i had it george santos it doesn't matter i have so many george santos clips now Santos bribe? Hmm. Money? Yeah, I found it. Let's see. So what are they entertaining kind of like uh, monetarily? Just, I, what I, don't, are we entertaining? Not, I don't have a number in my head. I, like, the fact that I'm having these conversations, these are conversations I never had oh, in so I would be having. But when in Rome, you know, when in Rome. conversations. A lot yeah. has changed over the last uh, recycle, so over yeah. the last six years. Everybody so from 18 to now, a lot has changed. Yeah, this committee has allowed so many things, and it's been bipartisan and across oh, the aisle. Has it? So I think I'll uh, take your word for you know, it. This is this is this is a different time in Congress. It's a different time. Yes, it is. certainly is. It's a time of grifters, and it's been bipartisan. Really, tell me the other side. <clears throat> Show me where where the con men on the Democratic Party side are. The the ones who are, you know, begging for money to be in a documentary. It's going to be a new way of doing things. New way. This is a new this way is... of doing things. Meaning suck 
money as much as you can, as fast as you can. This is who they are. Everything's it's all about the unholy dollar. They're not in it for altruism. First of all, if George Santos was in it for altruism, he'd be gone. He's not doing anything for his community. The, the Republican Party is putting on a show as if they, they, they don't like George Santos. Obviously, they got a lot of words about George Santos, but they don't have any action. They let him squat in his office and take a paycheck. So, this, this is a different time in Congress where they're understanding that this is just going to be a new way of doing things. A new way. So, I was actually given encouraging feedback yesterday when I spoke to them that uh, it's become a very common occurrence. Uh, of no, it has Members telling rights to their stories as politics comes more to the front and center of you know the national stage as politics comes more you know front and center on of the what does he say more to the front and center of you know the national stage when has politics not been in the front and center of the national stage Uh, anybody as politics you know comes more front and center more bribes more front and center more bribes this wouldn't be the first well well name it wouldn't be the first time that a member of congress is begging a a documentary filmmaker for uh for money oh Oh, shucks. I never thought I'd be in this position. That's another thing, apparently, that he's real good at. The aw shucks. I hate talking about money. We saw that when we watched that clip of him and Marsha Kramer, that hour-long disgrace the day before he was arrested, with where Marsha Kramer sat with him and Marsha Kramer, who's a local NBC, uh, not NBC, CBS local reporter here in New York City. And uh, she sat there and had a conversation with this con man as if he's not a con man and a grifter, as if he's not unfit. You know, public interest, so it's become a very common thing, and this wouldn't be the first. Common? Oh, well, thank you. I feel so much better now. I'll just take your word for it. Because... We know how how honorable you are, how your word is like, uh, word is bond, right? That's what they say in the hood, word is bond. Right, George Santos? Jesus Christ, unfit. They really are. Unfit. Republicans are unfit to, I don't know, lead a what else I gotta come up with some more unfit well I always say lead a drunken conga line that really does kind of sum it up but let's see unfit I wrote some down but I can't find it now 
unfit to, I don't know, hold a air guitar contest <laughs> in, uh, at your local pub. You know, you ever see those contests? All drunken, though. Mm-mm-mm. Let me see. All right, I'll find it later. We got more work to do. But I wanted to... Here's another thing. Let me play this friggin' Kevin McCarthy. Because he's all over the news. He's all over corporate media, which it really isn't the news. And um, he's talking about his line in the sand is to raise the debt ceiling, to to pay Trump's bills, you see, to pay the the bills that the deadbeat already ran up, that he's going to have to extract some pain from the the powerless and politically unconnected. How how surprising, how unsurprising, I should say, right? Either way, it works. But yeah, that's your Republicans for you. Forget, you know, they'll never extract any um, work requirements. I'm sure you saw John Fetterman asking a billionaire, not a billionaire, was he a billionaire? No, he was a CEO bankster, asking him about the bailouts that we, the people, continuously bail out these banks for, for making lousy bets, but they're still bringing home their $25 million a year salary and more, but we got to bail them out for their mistakes right but no work requirements for for the ceo right to take to get our taxpayer money there you go there's no nobody's asking them to do a thing in fact i if if asked i'm sure kevin mccarthy would do exactly the same thing he does for donald trump at all times lick his ass in case you weren't aware, you know, just lick and lick and lick until Trump was had had enough licking. And Trump would, I mean, if if Kevin McCarthy was licking Trump's ass, you know, what what would Trump be doing? He wouldn't be saying that's a good boy. He would be um, insulting him, and if need be, he would turn on him in a minute. He'd say, "Look at this! Look at this guy licking my ass. What are you? He's uh, licking my ass like a dog, right? Here, let's let's listen to Kevin McCarthy, the scum of the earth." is that the key points in these negotiations have actually remained pretty the same, Chris. They're focused around things like permitting reform, like clawing back unspent COVID funds. Those are the things that seem to be consensus points. But now we're starting to see the drawing of some red lines on both sides. This idea, for example, of adding more work requirements to certain federal programs like SNAP that help people who are food insecure access food. That's something that for McCarthy, he is saying is a red line that it must be in the in the ultimate deal for his conference. For the White House, they're leaving open the possibility that it could be in the deal, but progressives here on Capitol Hill are very unhappy about that. Nevertheless, this is how Speaker McCarthy talked about it when he was asked specifically about this potential sticking point. Watch. 
on work requirements, he'd accept not anything of any consequence. Where does that? <laughs> I, I, I don't understand anything that has cost. This is a senator who voted for work requirements. Um, listen, I think when you're sitting in the room and you're listening to the American public, why wouldn't he want to help people get out of poverty? And look, just to unpack that a little listen. bit, this is Republicans being... Unpack it, please. Please unpack it. You heard what he said. Why wouldn't he want to help people get out of poverty, meaning that work requirements for public assistance lifts people out of poverty. Now, if that were the case, who would be against it? Right? Would anybody? Just like I always say, that's not how we roll as normal people, as people who want a functioning society that works for all. If, if it really were true that trickle down that all if you funnel all the money uh, to the top and and require them to pay zero taxes that all the handful of billionaires pay no taxes and ride us all to the bank like parasites if that actually did create a prosperous economically vibrant and upwardly mobile working class majority we would be all for it i would be for it Liberals would be for it. Democrats, liberals, normal people, progressives, whatever, would be for it, right? Why would you? Why would you be against it if it were that work requirements lifted people out of poverty? It was just an amazing turnaround. But uh, who would be against it? But you know that the, the when he says that, first of all, let me just point out one thing. What he, what he is saying is that people are on public assistance because they are lazy, right? Now, here's, here's a Republican. What does he know? Of course, he's a lazy bastard. That's, that's all they are. They don't want to work. They want shortcuts. They want government to be rigged in their favor. They want tax breaks. They want to be able to make you work and me work and everybody else work and ride them to the bank. Give them free rides off our backs while they don't work, while they sit in the ivory tower manipulating and pointing out how, uh, you know, some uh, illegal is coming. How somebody's going to, some caravan is going to, Gonna gonna slit their throats, or your throats, or whatever. You know they want you to be afraid, or point your anger at the people with darker pigment, or different pigment, or diff, or or what some uh, you know trans people, gay people, somebody who isn't them. Well, it might be them. You know what I'm saying, though. Some targeted minority group. So that's what he's saying, that people are on public assistance because they're lazy. Why wouldn't you want to lift people out of poverty? No, who doesn't? Especially liberals. And, all right, listen to the corporate media saying, well, let's get into it, or whatever she says. 
And look, just to unpack that a little bit, this is Republicans being asked about the president's statement about not accepting any kind of work requirements with any consequence. They're we'll laughing because of the squishiness of that statement out of the White House. But then McCarthy also turning back around and saying, hey, back in 2011, this is something that the president had previously supported. I think we're going to be hearing a lot. And Peter, let's, of course, you know, there's no context to that. So well, it doesn't matter. You see what I'm saying? She just says, well, this is something the president had supported. What's, what are the details? The devils are in the details. Anyway, she, she's unpacking it, right? But she's certainly not unpacking the lie that they keep amplifying on the corporate media without a challenge that work requirements are, are going to lift people out of poverty. It's just not true. In fact, it's quite the opposite. It makes p the poverty situation worse. What else is new for Republicans? But what else is new for the corporate media? Why wouldn't they point that out? Uh, you want to unpack it? Well, then do it. Do your job. Why do I got to do it? I'm just Tarabuster. buster. <laughs> I just got a dinky podcast. Please become a patron. You know, you have a, a giant platform and all the resources and you have a producer that isn't a cat. Why can't you take a minute to say, well, there goes Kevin McCarthy again, of course, insisting that work requirements in public assistance pull people out of poverty. But the, the data just does not support that point of view. We have the data. Here it is in a chart or whatever, or a graph showing that. Of course they don't do that. And then point out, of course, when he, uh, he continues to rehash this, the Republicans continue to rehash the same old failed ideas, it never stops because their, their point is not to help people it's not to lift people out of poverty it's to make more poor people for the rich to exploit and poor people don't rise up because they're too busy working on maslow's hierarchy of needs they're not they, they just want to keep a roof over their head they're trying they keeping their heads above water so they're not involved in in the government they're not watching while the big wigs in the ivory tower steal and write the laws to benefit themselves. They're not out there, you know, challenging them. So they're, that's, that's exactly the kind of system the Republicans want. They want people to be nice and malleable, nice and desperate, so they can be manipulated and told what to do. And the, bo the bosses in the ivory tower, who are the Republican donors, and, the, the, you know, can just glom up all the earthly rewards while the poor get poor, get more poor. Is that how do you say? And uh, the working class become the working poor. And the poor get poorer. And, you know, uh, go to church and pray and uh, say, Jesus, help me. And, uh, you know, you're just not working hard enough. 
You're not working your three uniquely American low-paying jobs hard enough. Uh, you're, and, of course, there's the work requirements. The more people in the labor pool, of course, even though, you know, if you're trying, you, you got, you got, you need your medication. You know, a lot of people are on public assistance because they are disabled, because they have issues, you know, other issues that, that prevent them from working. They might have children. They might be, you know, uh, a single mom. And a lot of people on public assistance are working anyway. They are working. So this, uh, the, the same old shit, it, it just drives me insane that the corporate media, why, why is it that they don't say the truth when a Republican, when the stinking weaker speaker of the House lies on their channel, why don't they correct it? Is that that hard? Is it really that hard to do? I see because, they, you know, they're too busy talking about the horse race. And the I'm so sick of the debt ceiling negotiations. <clears throat> and they love it, you know. The corporate media just loves it. It's like they can frame it. Yeah, us against that. Oh, it's high stakes. Time is ticking. Catastrophe is on the horizon. How many times we got to go through this? Really? How many times? Oh, who? Let's do another poll. Here's a poll about who gets blamed. This person says that Democrats get blamed. This one says that, you know, Trump, Trump, everything was great. Also, I'm sure see the similarities here between now and the 2011 debt ceiling negotiations. At that point, Biden was leading them. But now as we turn to this next phase, Chris, seeing the White House appoint key veterans of the Biden administration who have close ties to the Hill to directly negotiate with key allies to Speaker McCarthy. Now these negotiations are looking a little. Whatever. They're looking a little. Who cares? Uh, let, let me do the job of the corporate media. And uh, point out that work requirements for welfare and public assistance doesn't doesn't um, lift people out of poverty. Wait, where is it? Here we go. Here's some evidence. Here's an article from a uh, website, urban.org. Written by Elaine Waxman and Heather Hahn. And uh, from 2021, this is just one of many. There are so, all you got to do is Google it. There are so many articles and reports and articles about the reports that go back decades. So it's not just a new finding. There is no excuse for the corporate media not to mention this. Just like they don't ever mention I'm gonna, you know, like I, I always say, the abortion rate goes down under Democratic policies that criminalizing abortion doesn't reduce the abortion rate. It just kills women. They, I never hear this on corporate media, and I'm sick of it too, but I'm sick of this. I'm just sick of the stupidity and the laziness.
and it's all connected, you know. And then when we get to where Obama uh, is, uh, you know, pointing out the silos of information and how 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 threatening that is to uh, the survival of the American experiment. This is it in action. It's right here in front of us. This is what we're discussing. It's right in front of our faces. So here we go. As Let me see. Let's see. Uh, as debates continue on the portfolio of social policies included in Biden's Build Back Better plan. Okay, this I can't go. Senator Joe Manchin has said he won't support blah, blah, blah the proposed permanent expansion of the child tax credit unless work requirements are imposed. And we know what happened to the child tax credit. It went down the tubes. And yeah, because Republicans and conservatives in general never met a, uh, a struggling working person that they didn't want to kick down a couple of pegs down the ladder ideally negotiations around the policy choices draw the best evidence about what works and doesn't work in public programs in the case of work requirements evidence is clear they may sound appealing well if you're a sociopath who hates your fellow human beings and want to hurt people you know um but they don't actually promote increased work and in, and earnings. In fact, they impose other harms. Okay. Analysis of the impact of the new CTC. Let's see. That's... What does that stand for exactly? The American Rescue Plan passed in 2021 provides family a monthly... Oh, yes. CTC payment between July and December up to $300 for a child tax credit. Exactly. I'm sorry. It was, I couldn't get the acronym in my acronym. Where am I? Where am I? With the remainder, blah, 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 blah. Changes to the CTC that aim to support the lowest income families who were previously not eligible for the credit. This is why this country is such a merciless bitch. Really? Never, ever. I mean, it's so cruel. Something is working. The $300, an extra $300. We, we, we talked about this on another show. It went so much to so many people. It allowed just a little breathing room. It was an investment in our fellow Americans. There was a, a story about a a single mom with a couple of kids, and because of that $300, one of her kids got to go and take piano lessons. I mean, no more. No more piano for you. Unreal. Oh, well, why don't you pull yourself up by your bootstraps? Marry a billionaire or something. Come up with some... You know, be an entrepreneur. Come up with some scam like Trump Network Vitamins or Trump University. 
separate people from their money somehow. Figure it out. It doesn't have to be anything good. Just some scam. I mean, and they they don't even see how the investment in allowing a, a, a child to go take piano lessons, that's an investment in all of us. But society is a little better. Because we're all connected. What kind of civilization we want to live in? What are we doing? What are we doing? Making the rich richer. It's all about who has a few, you know, there's a few at the top that have more money than half the population. That's okay, right? That's the way it's supposed to be? No. It's not supposed to be like that. And the fact that we allow it to continue is, says everything about us. Okay, so... Analysis of the impact of the new child tax credit indicate significant reductions in poverty and low income for children across the U.S. If the credit is made permanent, urban researchers estimate that child poverty across the United States will be cut by more than 40%. Well, couldn't have that, could we? No, no, we didn't do that because it worked. No, yeah, I mean, Republicans want to pull people out of poverty by making more poor people, by kicking people down when they're down. Yeah, because that's what that's just what Jesus would do, right? Oh, I hate these people. I really hate them. I wish they were Christians. I really do. If they were Christians, we wouldn't be in this boat. This wouldn't even be an issue. This would be a no-brainer. A policy that lifts the, the that pulls, what is it, uh, child poverty that it is cut by more than 40%? Of course. What are you talking about? Where's the, where do I sign up? Where where do I put my vote? Of course, it works. That's wonderful to hear. How do we get it down by 100%? So in Manchin's home state of West Virginia, child poverty could, well, they write, could, be, now it's, could have been reduced by nearly 50%. Well, Manchin can't have that. He can't have that. He can't be working for, you know, the poors. Because he loves Jesus too much. He's a conservative, everyone. He's a conservative. That's what conservatism means, you know. Conservatism is just, you know, kick your neighbor when they're down. No, no hand-ups. No help. No general welfare, no e pluribus unum. No, 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 no. Your neighbor sucks. Your neighbor's a taker. Your neighbor, fuck them. Fuck them. Let's live in a, in a shit, shit hole nation where everybody walks around and shoots each, uh, each other when they turn around in each other's driveways. 
Why are we talking about work requirements? Including work requirements in, in social safety net programs is predicted, is excuse me, predicated on the belief that if people are receiving assistance, they won't work that, or want to work. But research on similar programs in other countries, including Canada, does not support this. In fact, the Canadian model... In the Canadian model, such some families, such as those with parents who never married, actually increased their work effort. Additional income can have that effect if it helps family afford basic work expenses like food, clothing, housing, and childcare, and helps them weather unexpected expenses like a car repair or a medical bill that can make finding and keeping a job difficult. Preliminary results from a Stockton, California cash transfer experiment found that provided basic level income to low-income families also show increased market work. And prior simulations of policies similar to the child tax credit expansion have incorporated assumptions about reductions in work effort and find, find that any drop in earned income has exceedingly small effects on poverty. Predictions that the expanded child tax credit would cause people to reduce their work efforts in large numbers have not been borne out in the early months of, with a recent analysis finding very small, inconsistent, and statistically insignificant effects on work from the few, first few rounds of payments. Shortly after the first advance were, of payments were issued, urban researchers asked that 20 parents, sorry, I can't, why can't I talk? Urban researchers asked 20 parents how the payments might affect their decisions about work and work hours. Parents often seemed perplexed by the question, and none felt the credit payments would alter their work decisions. Noted one parent, I think it will be the same number of hours. It's a huge help, but we're only surviving here, right? Yeah, so you're going to take that $300. This is why Republicans hate this country. They hate America. They hate their fellow human beings. They think that it's the same thing that, that they say all the time. You know, we lay lounging around in the social safety net hammock. That you give somebody $300, they, they're not going to work for that. They're going to take that $300 and they're just going to lounge around and live in large. Live it up. Live in, live in La Vida Loca with that $300 a month. I hate this. This is so fucked up. Work requirements don't increase work and earnings. The problem with work re requirements as pr a proposed solution to an already low risk of work disincentives is that they don't actually achieve their objectives. Over the past several years, researchers have delved into the impact of work requirements on employment in U.S. public benefit programs and found that the requirements don't facilitate their stated primary goal of increasing work and earnings. You know, lifting people out of poverty. 
A 2021 study on the effects of reinstating work requirements and work-related time limits for certain supplemental nutrition assistance program participants in nine states found that there was no evidence the rules increased employment or earnings. So, nothing. What else is new for Republicans? That's why they keep proposing it, because they know it's adverse. It harms people. Why don't the general population understand this? Why don't they know this? Because of the corporate media. Wherever they're consuming their information, even on the so-called liberal media, they're not being told this. You know, they're being told about a poll, about Trump up in the polls, down in the polls, and DeSantis, and who's going to throw his hat in the ring, and who cares? Why don't you take five minutes and make a, make a factual statement? Maybe it'll sink in that people should understand that when Republicans propose their same old, stale, kiss-up, kick-down, failed ideas, that these proposals should be accompanied by a laugh track, that it should immediately get guffaws and eye-rolling and come on with this. Don't be, don't, don't think we're stupid. We know. We know it doesn't help people. We know that you're saying this and it doesn't ever come to fruition. You're saying that it makes poverty better. It reduces the poverty rate. Bullshit. It does not. Because we would all be like, yeah, let's do it. But the Republicans, they're, they're never challenged by anybody on the corporate media. That's for sure. You know what I mean? They're never. They're bullshit, sick, sick archaic kiss-up, kick-down ideas are never, ever challenged. They're just allowed to spew them uh, into the, the, the ears of the dumbasses, and it's swallowed and regurgitated. Yeah, yeah, let them work. I gotta work. Well, you don't, I mean, the other thing is that you don't know. Maybe you, maybe you won't work one day. Maybe it'll be you. Maybe, you know, it's nice to know that if something does happen and you can't work, that you're not going to end up on the street in a civilized country, right? We, we don't do that to each other because of e pluribus unum and all. Yeah, I know. I'm saying this facetiously. If only, if only. That's the stress of being an American right there. You're, you're hanging by a thread at all times. You're one paycheck away from a catastrophe. You're, you're there but for the grace of God. You don't have the freedom to be human, to be f frail, to be sick, to be you know, not okay for a minute. To be human. Not in this country. No, no, no. 
<sighs> Other studies find similar ineffectiveness for work requirements. Research on the Temporary Assistance for Needy Families Cash Assistance Program found that work requirements contributed to modest but temporary gains in employment, but the jobs people found were unstable and did not pay enough to lift them out of poverty. That's the other thing. I don't know what asshole weaker speaker thinks people are getting their jobs from. I mean, what are you going to do? DoorDash? Uber, maybe? Maybe not. Well, you have to have a car for that. It has to be in a certain condition, too. What about... Well, I mean, what minimum wage low-paying, no-benefit job are you going to get when you're, uh, you know, with your diabetes or whatever the hell? I don't know. You know, there are many reasons people are on public assistance. But what what job that you're going to get is going to lift you out of poverty? That's just, you know, that's something you want to have a job that's going to lift you out of poverty. You got to put investments in, right? You got to learn a trade. You got to learn a skill, go to a school, go to a, a, a trade school, go to college. Republicans don't want that. They hate that. They hate education because they want Republican voters, stupid, uncritically, uh, uncritical thinking, idiots, graduates from Meme University. I'm so sick of these these graduates from Meme University. It's like as bad as Trump University. I, I kept seeing this meme. It keeps coming back, you know, because Republicans are just a bunch of racists. But they, they say that... I, I saw this meme because, you know, everybody's picking on white supremacists. And some, you know, graduate of Meme University, I don't know, maybe he's just a sophomore at Meme University. He posted a meme that's, that said white people were, in, were slaves for, for centuries, you know, when we don't complain about it or something like that, you know, meaning that. And then there was a picture of some, you know, two naked women being sold from uh, some antiquity-looking scene, and yeah, where are you getting your where are you getting your info? Enlighten us, Professor uh, tw- Twitter troll from Meme University, and no one that no one's complaining about it. I would have to say um, I beg to differ, because who's complaining about it? Republican, white people, you are meme university scholar complaining about it. That's what you're doing. And you never shut the fuck up about it. In fact, that's why people keep talking. You know, if we had the conversation about the, about race and the, our racist ass history and uh, how we work and live together in a more perfect union and understand that we all have different American experiences and they're all valid and that some had more pain in the past and that, you know, your privilege has gotten you this far. White pe- I mean, this white asshole who I'm sure is just a moron. 
sees a meme and thinks, well, you see? Um, oh, I hate these meme scholars. Yeah, but the, the, just like what Kevin McCarthy, the devil is in the details. Oh, Joe Biden voted for work requirements. Well, wh when was this? What what else was in the bill? What happened? Did it pass? That's another thing. A lot of times we know how it works. They whip the votes and they'll. some people will vote for things that are more conservative if they live in more conservative districts, knowing that it will pass anyway or, vo or not vote for things. And so they can go home to their constituents and explain why they supported it or opposed something that, you know, it's all about the context and the the time and what was it on that bill? What else was there? What, I mean, and what else? You know, I mean, this is what I'm saying. But, you know, the devil's in the details. But we never get the details. You just have to fill in the blanks. Like, like the assholes from Meme University. They see a meme and they think they know history. They think they have it all. They have all the answers. When they... You know, they haven't read a book since Dick and Jane. And they're not very intellectually curious either. They go on 4chan. They, they argue with memes. And half of the memes, first of all, are uh, a bunch of spurious quotes. They, they're, they're, they're famous with the spurious quotes. We'll fix the facts around the policy, of course. That's what they do. They just make up quotes from, from somebody, and they say, Thomas Jefferson said. They wouldn't know Thomas Jefferson. They hate Thomas Jefferson. They hate everything. They hate America. What do you know? Thomas Jefferson, you know, complex person. Can we have a real conversation about him? No. Here's a meme with a fake quote. <sighs> so anyway, to wrap it up, what work requirements actually do is produce negative outcomes. Work re requirements can lead to negative outcomes that further undermine program efficiency and erode the program's benefits for the household, for household well-being. So public, so basically uh, making the benefits of the taxpayer, you know, we're trying to help people, so we pay our taxes, and some of it goes not just to go bomb some uh, wedding party and uh, some corporate war of uh, choice, but you know, bomb the wedding party by accident from a drone or something. But it goes to help people, and you think, okay, we're going to help people, but it has the exact opposite effect. So you're not even getting that, you know, the spiritual, moral, and uh, ethical decency of, you know, trying to at least maybe pretend we're in this together for a minute 
So it's unclear what level of documentation w- would be required to comply with CT with uh, child tax credit work requirements, but the evidence shows that the red tape associated with work requirements can cause people to lose access to vital supports even when they are working and should be exempt. So that's how they fall deeper into poverty. Unfortunately, work requirements are not merely a mechanism for program integrity to prevent ineligible applicants from receiving services. They can also be an intentional mechanism to reduce program access. Do you understand? This is what they're doing. They want to kick people off the rolls. They want you on the balls of your ass. They want you hanging by a thread with no no, uh, no safety net. Oh, fuck them. Right? Fuck them. It's not me today. And, yeah, with Kevin McCarthy, it'll never be him because he's a lick spittle. He found his calling as a, as, yeah, as the sociopath he is, as the sociopath with no integrity that he is and decency. How could you do that? How could you be in a position of so-called represent the people and do all you can to lie to them, to manipulate them, to steal from them, to kick down on them. And who, who votes for these people? You know, that's the other thing I keep saying. Who votes for Kevin McCarthy? Shame on you. Shame on you. Put it together, man. I hope you, maybe one day, because Republicans, they never see the light until something affects them directly. Well, maybe one day, if there is a God, you'll, you'll feel the sting of the lash of the very policies that you helped enable. Of course, if that happens, Republican, the regular average Joe won't ever you know, they won't ever take responsibility or see it. They'll say, damn Democrats, damn BLM, damn Antifa. Because, well, what do you want? And that's the other thing. I mean, well, it's all the other thing. We, we were talking about that Antifa that's another thing the corporate media doesn't do. They just say Antifa. Well, find me Antifa. Find me the Antifa spokesperson. Corporate media. Find me Antifa headquarters. Where's the Antifa, you know, dues department or merch? They got merch, Antifa? I know that the proud pricks do. Right? They just say, oh, Antifa, Antifa. There's never any Antifa. I don't see the Antifa on video. They'll just say, oh, well, that's an Antifa. But it is? That's an Antifa? Who? How do you know that? Some, I told you when I was at that, when Trump got arrested 
and I was at the rally in New York City, and some reporter came over to me and he said, "Are you in Antifa?" Because <laughs> I was wearing all black. It just so happened it wasn't like on purpose, and I was like. I'm not Antifa. I'm just, well, I said I am Antifa like all Americans should be anti-fascist, but Antifa is, I said, where's Antifa? I'd like to go and join them and give them my dues. I've been trying to pay my dues. I don't, but there's no, there's nowhere to sign up. There's no dues department. But, right. oh, God, we're so screwed. <laughs> we are so screwed. Legally and peacefully. So, anyway, that's, I mean, I just want to point this out. So, let me see if I have to, if there's anything else from this article. Okay, work requirements sound good because they conform to the well, American dream narrative, which attributes financial stability and success large, largely to individual hard work and personal responsibility. Give me a break there. That's such bullshit, too. Tell me, show me where um, Trump, where he got individual hard work and personal responsibility leading to his fortune. No, he got it from daddy. He got a 25 million. No, it was more than that. I don't remember the exact details now, but I know that he, by the time he was, you know, a toddler, he had his trust fund and he was, and he bankrupted. The other thing I know is that while his father was alive, he bankrupted it five times and his father bailed him out. So show me, show me that pull yourself up by your bootstraps. What it seems to me is that, you know, that's that American dream bullshit is a dream. Like George Carlin says, because you got to be asleep to believe it. Ridiculous. Let's see, where am I? But that narrative ignores the many interrelated systems and structures and the embedded racial disparities and discrimination that reduce educational, employment, and wealth-building opportunities for many Americans, especially for people of color. Well, that's the point. And that's why Republicans don't want to have any conversation about that, so much so that they're banning it and blocking it and making it illegal. These, they're such fascists. Such filth. But they love freedom. Freedom! The expanded child tax credit is grounded in a solid body of research that demonstrates that boosting the incomes of families with children can contribute to positive and longer-term educational, health, and economic outcomes. You see, that's what works. Giving people some, some help. You know, e pluribus unum and all. Not just funneling money into the arms of the rich. Investing in families. 
investing in civilization. That's what it is. You know, you want to live in a civilization where everybody's hanging by a thread? Well, if you're a right-winger, yes, yes. Well, especially the ones in power. They want that because it makes it easier to exploit the people. They won't get uppity. And the right-wingers, the, the assholes who vote for these assholes are so stupid because of their stupid biases of, of, so, of the cornucopia of bigotries and biases and pre-existing moronity that they have that they never break out of. It's, that's, that's their American birthright. Not health care, education, living wages, economic security. Their, their American birthright is bigotry, never having to ever change and challenge themselves to break out of it. Shame on them. Shame on the people who vote for them. That's where I'm at, really. No. There's no good right-wingers, no good Republicans. At this point, they are so... The Republican Party is the, the, the greatest threat. On top of, you know, they, the, the FBI... This is... Oh, this is another thing. I mean, we're not... We'll, we won't talk about it tonight because there's so many other things we're talking about. But that's why they're going after the FBI, too. Because the FBI is the organization that exposes and, and, and goes after white supremacists. And the Republicans are very upset about that. It's really fascinating. Do I have this? Let me see. Because I took a video uh, or I captured it of um, Marjorie Taylor Greene, who is so unbearable. Isn't she? What a dumb bitch. I can't wait till, you know, even though I don't want to, you know, I mean, one day at a time. I don't want to be an old lady, but I guess what's the alternative? But I want to get to the point where she's in the rearview mirror, right? That day, that day's coming. It can't come quick enough. The fact that we have to endure that bitch, that stupid, stupid moron, is is really uh, indicative. It's kind of like the canary in the coal mine. But yeah, so anyway, I guess I can't find it, but I'll... Well, what it was, was there was, I must have it somewhere anyway, but there's, there was a, I guess she's on the oversight committee and then she's on the Homeland Security Committee. I guess it was probably in the Homeland Security Committee where they had experts in uh, domestic terrorism and threats to the so-called homeland and... Marjorie Taylor Greene was very upset because there was a woman who is an expert on right-wing authoritarianism, which, well, I repeat myself, right? 
and she's like and and the dangers uh the domestic terrorism and she's saying that right wing right wing groups are the greatest threat to the domestic uh you know tranquility of the united states at this moment right wingers are the domestic terrorists that are threatening the peace security the general welfare and marjorie was very upset about that she's she's saying how come you're not telling me about left-wing terrorists like blm that caused two billion dollars in damage now um is that even true that's a that's one of their recycled talking points that they keep saying that's it's such bullshit because in their minds because they hear it on fox news constantly just like they're hearing on fox news that the durham report was a bombshell when it was nothing and there's nobody nobody's going to jail there's no recommendations in the durham report the, so everything sucks supposedly on the door at the, the as the Durham report says but keep doing what you're doing FBI because nothing is wrong He's, he makes no recommendation there's not because there's nothing there's nothing so you know Marjorie is um she's very upset she's like do you think oh I okay I found it let me, I know. Why would I do this to you so late? Um, you've written several books on right-wing extremism, including Hate in the Homeland, <sighs> the new global far right. I couldn't find any of your work studying uh, left extremism <laughs> or Antifa or BLM. I mean, we all know Antifa and BLM riots are responsible <laughs> for $2 billion. They are? On damage across. And invisible Antifa? The invisible, the riot in your mind, that mush you call brain cells, is that the riot you're talking about? American cities. I'm an expert on the far right because I spent the first 20 years of my career working in Germany in the post-Holocaust, post-unification surge of far right extremism. And I know you have a hearing on Tuesday on uh, far left extremism. Yeah, but Dr. Miller addressed, just to let you know, this is America. We're we're not... (laughs) Nazi Germany. I, I am one of those that believes <laughs> our First Amendment bitch? is one of Just the greatest so you know. rights. Just so you know. This is America. The, I mean, the voice, too. Not Nazi Germany. Just so you know. The, she's telling the woman who wrote the book on authoritarianism. Now, Marjorie, Perjury Trader Green's she saw a meme or or something and she saw something on fox news you know fox news that just had to pay out nearly a billion dollars because they're a bunch of filthy fascist liars now she's getting all her her uh, her outrage her faux rage from there we have um and i also so, am so she's grateful such a to, dumb ass. to be an american Aren't uh, you though? Always believing Great. that freedom Great. of speech was something oh, that we could. Oh, so fucking freedom of speech. This is the other thing. They're such victims, these Nazis. And 
they're so uh, you know, they they didn't get it right. They got their Twitter account shut down, so that means they were under attack. They couldn't say that um you know, they couldn't misgender people. They couldn't attack Jews. Oh, oh I'm getting canceled because all I want is uh, it's just my conservative views or are getting me canceled. Oh, you mean your view like uh, the rich shouldn't pay any taxes or deregulation is uh, is great? That Those views? You're getting canceled for that? No, it's the views that say that, you know, Nancy Pelosi needs to be... She needs to be executed, right? Shit like that. ...until the past few years <laughs> oh, uh, where myself and many baby. other Americans... Dr. Kaldorf, uh, we found ourselves, I, I like you, had my Twitter account oh, uh, permanently banned uh, for posting my speech, Your speech uh, opinions of and shit. thoughts on Twitter about COVID-19. I'd like to oh, ask you, each of your, you, uh, Mr. Weinberg. Your speech of lies. Oh, okay. The misinformation that you were posting that were getting people killed in the midst of a pandemic on top of everything else. You know, you you helped a us get that number, a million dead. A million aren't enough, though. You want a million more dead in any way possible, whether you starve them or they get beaten or killed by an assault weapon. More dead, more dead Americans. I love my speech. I, I'm a freedom of speecher. Because I just, I'm getting, a, I'm getting suppressed and canceled from all of these uh, Jews telling me I can't say that uh, George Soros is, is evil and he wants to drink my adrenochrome. I can't keep talking about a stolen election that it wasn't stolen. Do you believe in the First Amendment? Wholeheartedly. Well, yes, you believe in the First Amendment, but, you know, the First Amendment, like all amendments, aren't absolute. You stupid goddamn penance. I mean, what did we do in a past life? To have to share this blip of time with perjury trader green. Who did we have? Who did we screw over? Where did we go wrong to have to endure this karma? Can't we expiate this karma somehow and get get her legally and peacefully the fuck out of here? Dr. Kaldorf? I do. Dr. Miller, address? Absolutely. Address? Yes, Mr. waste Charlie. your time, waste. I'm warning my plate. Well, it seems that we share all share the same oh, belief. Great. But I'd like to ask a question, a uh, Dr. Miller, just if, if I may. Um, you're an expert on right, so-called right-wing extremism, including online radicalization Ooh. by right-wing extremist groups. I'm just, I'm just wondering, uh, oh, how God. do you yes, consider sure you your organization Peril and uh, a good source of? informing people on yeah. what they should believe and not believe when you do no study whatsoever into left extremism. <laughs> First of all, just to, to, to respond Listen, to your query how, about what we teach people. We don't how these people have to respond to this disgraceful waste of human DNA. You know, they got to take her seriously and actually answer her questions as sincerely as possible and explain to this 
this this this oh i don't even know i can't i mean i'm thinking of ever, so many words that can't come out of my mouth without really just cursing so she's such a baboon a an upright blonde baboon that's what she is that's what she does remind me of a baboon she really did because she's always like she's like trump you know constantly yapping and 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 whining and jumping up and down like a baboon no offense to baboons actually now that i'm thinking about this i'm sure baboons are very fine people on both sides teach people anything we are just looking at how helping them understand what the tactics of manipulation on are online so they can make better decisions um, we have experts who do uh, work on environmental extremism we have experts who work on islamist forms of extremism but because he both under the, the trump administration and the biden administration the emphasis has been right now on the greatest um, most lethal threat which has been determined to be far right meaning white supremacist extremism and um, unlawful militias. Well, That's Dr. Miller, just, just real quick, I'm, I'm out of time, but would you consider Trump, ex Trump supporters extremists? Yeah. We are worried about violent extremism, so that to the extent, not about what people believe, but to the extent that they are moving toward violence. And Trump they supporters are. specifically. If they're calling for violence, it doesn't matter to me who they support. Haven't seen any. By the way, there's a great rally in Iowa this weekend. If you want to study, uh, I haven't people seen on the right any. What they believe no. you'll find secure borders, freedom of speech. Oh, you will. Um, at, you'll find um, the no secure borders. I was back. Expired. I you'll find the enough. secure borders at the Trump and Z rally, and no crime, freedom of speech. Or everybody saying the N word and calling Jews Jews and the uh, and the and the eternal threat. The eternal Jew. We're just talking free speech and all. They're talking about uh, misgendering everyone. We, we're, we're just free. Free, free, free. No violence at all. Uh, you never see. Uh, that's what's so weird. All the violence. Uh, you got, I, I encourage you to come to this, to the Trump and Z rally, doctor, to see us in all our our nonviolent, peaceful glory. Yeah, nobody is, uh, no one's there. There's no Nazis marching with masks on, uh, also supporting us. No, no, no. There's no Nazis working for us like Paul Gosar. There's no freaking, not much, not, not even one gallows erected at the Trump and Z rally this weekend. So I don't know where you're getting all this misinformation. Why not talk about Antifa? Where's Antifa? We, it's like, where's Waldo? Where's Antifa? You look around and you'll just point it out. Oh, that's Antifa right there. Whatever I don't like is Antifa. Like the eternal Jew. Oh my God. That was tough. I'm sorry about that. <laughs> she is such a a a penance. It really is. Why do we have of all the people? What did we do in a past life, really? Of all the 
wastes of human DNA to share this blip of time with. We have to share it with perjury trader Green, Trump, Kevin McCarthy, Lauren Boebert, right? What did we do? What did we do to deserve this? We were good. We're good people. We're very fine people. Oh, my God. It's really... Un- it's. I, I, I encourage you to come and see how great everything is. Fucking unreal. Let me see. I was trying to find some... I know I have a... Well, whatever. It doesn't matter. We got to move on. I was trying to find the January 6th, you know, nonviolence. All the nonviolent right-wingers, how nonviolent they are. There were boots on the ground here. We're moving on to Capitol now. I'll give you a boots on the ground update here in a few. Yeah, all right. Multiple capital injuries. So nonviolent. Multiple capital injuries. There they are. That's not oh, it's peaceful, secure borders, except around the capital. Nobody's doing any crimes. Sharpened objects, missiles to include bottles and rocks, and hand-thrown chemical-grade fireworks. Sharpened objects. No, it's the beautiful. Beautiful people, very fine people getting together. Just peacefully, legally and peacefully beating the shit out of cops. This is now effectively a riot. 1349 hours declaring it a riot. Oh, there's no, nobody's breaking any windows anymore. Okay, guys. Um, hang Mike Pence. Apparently, the tip of the spear has entered the Capitol building. Tip of the spear. What a bunch of fucking traitors. Traitors! All right. All right. I better calm down. What time we got? How's everybody doing in the chat room? How we doing? How we doing? Oh, thank you, Elise, for your super chat. If you can become a patron, not you, Elise, everybody else who's watching, please do. If you can give the show a good review, please do. If you can share the show with your friends, please do. Uh, there's so many other things. Well, I might have to save some of it for Friday because I wanted to talk about what a loser Elon Musk is, but I don't know if I can have the energy right now. I put that on the list, but let's talk about, well, let's just, you know what? This will be the last thing we'll talk about tonight. And maybe we could talk about Elon Musk Friday. I just can't take him right now. He's so, he's such a douchebag. He is the poster child. Why? 
we need to tax the rich and why there should be no billionaires. But anyway, let's talk about Lauren Boebert because I think that'll be a little bit more fun. Wait, hold on. Something I got to hit. computer over here. I gotta hit something. Hmm? Hmm? Alright, well, Lauren Boebert is getting divorced, ladies and gentlemen. What a surprise. But in a very unsurprising turn of events, you would be shocked, I tell you, shocked, to learn or to see that when she made the announcement, she she announced it on Twitter, and she uh, she basically blamed um, everybody but herself. She's she really is a victim. Oh, I you know what else? Speaking of victims, this, this is I wanted to say. You know, you saw that Harry and Meghan Markle is her name Meghan Markle. Yeah, yeah. The Duchess of Success, of success um, that there was some kind of high-speed nothing ch- chase where they... What, what the fuck is wrong with those two? That, I mean, come on. It just This is just whatever. You know, this is... Take it or leave it for what you will. Take it for what you will. I'm a little bit sus about the so-called two-hour chase around Manhattan. Give me a break. What's wrong with you? Why are you running from the press? Just tell them. Just smile. Smile and nod. And if they're giving you trouble, call 911 and say, okay, look, I got some pops up my ass and I don't want to lead them to my friend's house. What are they? They're so, such drama queens. And I'm talking about Harry and Meghan for a minute because it annoyed the hell out of me. That they that they said that they had to fly around Manhattan, you know, in a car, in a high-speed chase, a near-catastrophic chase, just like Diana. What happened to Diana? Well, why are you speeding away? And... Going up and down Manhattan, in uh, rather than just say cheese, what the hell? They're not chasing you. It's not like uh, Freddy Krueger's chasing you or Jason. Jesus Christ, such victims, man. And the other thing is, I gotta cry bullshit too, because that's. There, I mean, is there is there a friggin' video of this, Chase? Did it come out while I'm on the air here? Let me look on Huffington Post. Because this is Manhattan. There's there's a, uh, cameras on every corner, on every street. Cameras are everywhere. But nobody has footage of this ca- near-catastrophic chase through the streets of Manhattan for two hours? Two hours. Think about that. That imagine how long it takes. Just two hours for the time we've been talking on the show. They've been. They supposedly were being chased uh, at near catastrophic levels through the streets of Manhattan. 
Well, why are you driving like that? They're blaming the, the, the so-called paps. Why are you driving like a mad person through the streets of New York, endangering the community? What, I mean, what the hell is wrong with these people? It kind of gets on my nerves, if you haven't noticed. <laughs> it does. It annoys me. You know why, too? Because I'm like, you know, first of all, it must be annoying, I guess, to constantly have people taking your picture or like, hey, hey, smile, hey, hey, whatever. But, okay, I think any one of us might take that trade off if we could get a taxpayer-funded slush fund to spend our lives as philanthropists doing what we want to do, right? You know, uh, working with our favorite causes and charities, right? I would like that. And then retire when you're, when you've had enough, go and hang out in the fucking castle of your choice where you can go horseback riding and walk around on the beautiful hills with, and have people wait on you and not have to worry about social security or about, you know, uh, going on your GoFundMe and begging for health care. Give me a break. Yeah. The, and the, cause you know, I don't know what, um, choices somebody made to become a pap, you know, what, things happen in somebody's life that they that they find themselves as a paparazzi but most people and i'm talking about billions how many people are on the planet um of the of that billion how many people are on the planet i think it's over a billion at this point uh, only a few of them i have a like five ten ten maybe are are like the senior royals so why don't you just say thank you earth you know that you get to spend your limited lifespan not having to you know scrape for a living <laughs> you know some people have to work for a living so they're a pap maybe give them a castle and they won't have to be a pap All right. It's annoying to me because I, I mean, I crying, I'm crying bullshit about it. It just seems like bullshit to me. And the other thing is, uh, this is what gets on my nerves too. It's because they complain about racism. Well, you know how much good you would have done if you weren't, if you didn't like fuck off to California, you could have been in the royal family and do and be the person of a darker pigment in the royal family. <laughs> Nobody's even listened to me. You're you're all having a conversation that in the chat room of your own, <laughs> which I appreciate. I do I do appreciate that. I do. I'm because I, I like that. I could just sit here and ramble about something, and you guys are just doing your thing. That's cool. It's. I think it's funny, especially when I'm talking about this bullshit. And the uh, wouldn't you be mad though? Wouldn't you be mad if you were 
that one of the kids, I would be mad, you know, because they're, the cousins are going to be the king and queen or whatever, the king. And then they get to live in California as some rich brats watching the king and queen from a TV. I would be kind of mad, you know, watching their cousins be philanthropists. Yeah, right? And you're what? You're just some fucking kid from California? That's annoying. And you sound like this? You don't have a nice, cute English accent? You sound like me? If... Or worse... (laughs) You're funny. I know. I'm only kidding, guys. You don't have... You, people are like, I'm listening. I'm listening. You're funny. I'm not I'm not taking it personally. It's okay. All right. So let's get back to Lauren Boebert. I just had to get that off my chest. Because it was getting on my nerves. Come on, man. Did, did anybody see the video? There's no video. If they were being chased. And plus all the people in New York. Everybody has a phone, right? Most people. If you saw like a giant high-speed chase through the streets of Manhattan, people would be like, what the hell? They would, there would be video of it. It's kitty time. Where is... Francis? Francis? Where's Francis? Francis. He might be on the refrigerator. He likes that spot. Ray and Tara Jr. Jr. are in the bedroom. I'm, I will have to get up and get them. If we, I'll get them before the show is over. I'll let them come out. All right, so let's get to Lauren Boebert. She's such a... She's such a such a... Let me see. Lauren Boebert. Divorce... So what's so typical is that she, she she announced that she's getting divorced and then she, uh, well, as Rolling Stone puts it, Lauren Boebert can't even talk about her di- divorce without trashing Bud Light. <laughs> These people are such clowns. Such a clown show. All's fair in love and culture war, as Representative Lauren Boebert proved in pushing back against reports that husband Jason Boebert reacted threateningly when served with divorce papers. Oh, so she's saying that's a lie? Which means it's absolutely true. The Colorado congresswoman apparently couldn't resist taking a jab at Bud Light and, uh, yes, continuously maligned by right-wingers for over a month because of a minor endorsement deal with trans entertainer Dylan Mulvaney. You know, that's, this is how sick these people are. Well, that's how, they, that's how they react to trans people in general. You can't have any inclusivity. Any, uh, you know, it's not that they... It, it, it's like every, every conversation has to be completely directed at them. A hundred percent. You cannot have a a minor marketing deal with a TikTok 
uh, influencer, Dylan Mulvaney, that might appeal to somebody that isn't a white right right winger. You can't do that. Oh no, no, that's woke. That there's no other space but for white privileged people. Any other space is an encroachment on that. It's the truth. Which is, it's sort of like any other, it's like uh, how the world exists, how we all exist to make the rich richer. Any other attempt to make it, make the world uh, work for, for everybody, that's an encroachment on, uh, on the way it should be, on nature itself. Disgusting people these are, you know? So here's what she writes on Twitter. Yeah, I'll show you. Oh, that's him. <laughs> nice, nice face, Kevin McCarthy, weaker speaker. Let me see. Google Chrome Lauren. Here we go. I have always spoken highly of my marriage. Well, let's go to the Twitter cesspool and read it. I have always spoken highly of my marriage, especially when shoving it down people's throats as a way to uh, be a scold. But I'll get to that in a minute. In I believe in marriage. I know. I'm sure you do. I believe in the power our words hold. Right? Because you're, you're such an ethical person. Jason, a man I spent half my life with, did not sign up to be in the public limelight. Oh, so it's not your fault you're getting a divorce. It's everybody else's. It's because you just wanted to serve by, well, serve yourself by looking like you were serving the people of Colorado while you made fools out of them. In your district, you made uh, you made a mockery of the very notion of representative democracy. That's why authoritarians all over the world they they love you. They love you. They promote you. They play clips of you on their propaganda channels. They do. That's what you have to say to Republicans. If you are being featured on uh, Putin propaganda, then maybe you're doing it incorrectly. You might be on the, you might be a traitor, right? You know that old joke. You, uh, you might be a, whatever. You might be a traitor if you're being featured in. Putin's propaganda. You might want to think of that. You might think, you know, take a good hard think about that. Jason, a man I spent half my life with, did not sign up to be in the public limelight, and he certainly did not agree to be falsely accused of things he didn't do. And you know what she's talking about? I'm sure she's because the one thing that, well, there's a couple of things. One of the things is that he 
is a sexual predator. She wrote about it in her book that the that of course she didn't write that was ghostwritten for her how these underage girls forced him to whip it out in the middle of a bowling alley while his her father was there they were it was a date that they were on it was the first time jason this man of high integrity was um being introduced to the family so in you know you would think if you're meeting your your girlfriend's family for the first time you will be you'd be on your best behavior that you would be able to resist when if you, this is what you want us to believe a couple of underage girls said let's see it let's see it come on whip it out let's see your dick and you as the the grown-ass man in the situation um, was like, oh, I was forced. I was forced to unzip and whip. Or plop or whatever. I don't know what the word would be. She actually wrote that in her book. How we, And we read it on the air. It was, it was of course, ridiculous. How... He was, he was the victim. <laughs> yeah, he flashed a couple of underage girls, which in turn got him arrested and uh, them banned from the bowling alley. Because I'm sure, you know why she got banned? Uh, it's probably because she made a scene. And Lauren Boebert is is trash. And she has this... She has a long list of um, of arrests for for minor uh, nuisance nuisance things that she did because she's a nuisance, as we know. I mean, we know how much of a nuisance she is because we endure it every single day. But her her arrest record speaks to that as well. She interferes with police. The police were giving summonses to underage kids who were drinking at a at a county fair, and Lauren stuck her big, filthy Republican nose in the in the midst of them and told the kids to run and and started harassing the cops because she's such a great, upstanding, Bible thumping, Bible believing Christian, you know, evangelical. Uh, Jesus lover who loves the police. I support the police, but not when they're doing their jobs to protect the community from a bunch of drunken teenagers. Oh God, these people are such trash, but who votes for them? You know, I got to ask the question again. Shame on you. You're the people who voted for Lauren Boebert? You said, look at Lauren Boebert. Let's send her. Send Lauren. The one with the who the, the GED. Who wasn't even at the time when she was elected the first time. She didn't even have a degree. Have a, uh, a high school diploma. High school. High school. She dropped out. And she took 
the GED, she failed it three times. Ugh, God, these people are so unbearable. Anyway, the stories reported about the process server, the process server? And even Jason running over a mailbox are a complete lie. Bullshit. 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 We have it on tape. The 911 call. Do I have it? Lauren Bobert. 911? No. 911? Neighbors. Well, why would that's a complete lie? She's saying because you know she's a she's a liar, and we have the tape. The nine one one call was released of Lauren Bobert's neighbors. Let's see, Lauren neighbor. So you're telling me, Lauren, that your neighbor got on the phone to 911 and put on a put on a big play acting thing. Well, the Denver Post, it's fucking putting up a paywall. I hate that. Ugh, look at that fucking face. I mean, not that my face is like but it's not that. It's not that ugh. Nine one one. What's the address of the emergency? Let's Repeat the address see. for me one more time sure. to make sure I have it correct. Still, Colorado. Okay, perfect. Your phone number you're calling me from, sir. All right, that's what we're showing here as well. Tell me exactly what happened. There's a domestic situation happening right in front of my driveway, and now it, he's driving away. I think, just about okay. fighting. There's a. It's bad. It's Lauren Bobert's jackass husband, Jason. He's running over my mailbox right now. Stop, you jackass! Yeah, that's a Get lie, the right? Get out of here! So the, she's she's insisting that her her neighbors called nine one one and they put on this whole performance for the nine one one operator, yelling at him, "Stop it, you jackass!" Like, they're just lying to the 911 operator, which is a crime, of course. Making a false report, that's a crime. Calling 911 with a false emergency is a crime. But I guess not being a, a lying hypocrite who pretends to love Jesus. I, th I thought Jesus hated liars and hypocrites. And he, you said Come he on, man! Over your what are you box? doing? What did we do wrong? I live here. I didn't even. Sir, talk to me. Sir. Yes. Okay, yeah. I need. There's some... about to be some shit going down here. Okay. Okay. Who is the gentleman that's going to your mailbox? Jackass husband. Lauren. Jason Bobert. Jason. Okay. Lauren Bobert. What's husband. he driving? Yeah, Lauren Bobert, the congresswoman. He's <laughs> driving a Ford pickup F-150. He's racing back up to his house. What his color is that Ford? Up and down the neighborhood. Okay. Dark gray. Charcoal Dark gray. gray. And you said it was a domestic. Is. A razor. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, he, he and her were arguing. It just about came to blows. And, huh? 
Who was Jason yeah, arguing with? Yeah, there's a lot with? of arguing. Okay. Who was Jason arguing Everybody with in the at the neighborhood. end of your driveway? Okay. So is his wife there Lord or is he just... is at the end of my driveway. My wife is here. I'm here. My neighbor's yes, here. Yes, everybody lied. Okay. His kid so. was racing up and down our 25-mile-an-hour street doing 50 miles an hour in a razor, and then he... He told okay. my neighbor to fuck off when he came out to tell him to slow down. Wonderful kids, And the right? next thing we know, his dad, Jason, comes down here trying to claim that somebody took a, a swing at his kid, and nobody did. But this guy, Jason Bumpert, is as dumb as a post, but this guy is so irrational. So irrational. He just got chest-to-chest, face-to-face, looking to fight. And we're talking about everybody in the neighborhood. Everybody here is a neighbor. So the he whole just drove off. neighbor he just lied, the right? The whole neighborhood. He's at his house now? Yep. Okay. I think my neighbor called the sheriff earlier, or 911. Do you, I don't the, know. The there hasn't been any response. Sir? Do you know the address of I his don't house? Know. Okay. Nope. And it, okay. I'm on, he's on the same side of the street, probably houses up. Okay. Um. Has anybody been drinking or doing drugs? I don't know. Not okay. not anybody here. Okay. We just live here. We just were asking his kids to slow down, and he flipped out. I understand. Jason's completely. probably drunk, so okay. he's probably you can probably did get him for any DUI because he just drove down here. Sir, yeah, did he have I'm any sure weapons? I'm sure loaded to the hilt. Do you know who his wife is? I Lauren do. Bobert. She's okay. loaded. They all have guns. Yes. Okay. Just I don't know if anybody has guns on them. Okay. <laughs> I would guess he's sure. drunk, and yeah, of course he owns guns. Are you okay? Has anybody been injured? I'm fine. I'm just a okay. little rattled. I can't believe what's going on here, and the cops haven't shown up, and now it's all over, but I still wouldn't let them get away with it. <laughs> okay. And, sir, what's your I name? I mean, he's threatened everybody that I know that's standing here right now. What's your name, sir? That's a and command performance, yep. if it's a lie. Perfect, thank you. And you said he threatened you? He did not. Well, he, he just told me to shut the fuck up. I just, I didn't say a word. Okay. <laughs> I was standing next to my mailbox, but he was about to run over. And I walked up there, and you heard that part of the conversation. But he had already told me to shut the fuck up. And he was pissed off at my neighbor because told his son to slow down on his razor, ripping up and down the neighborhood. That's all he did. He didn't do anything bad. He told him to slow down. He flagged him down on the razor by waving his hand. The kid stopped. He said, please slow down. This is a residential street. There's kids and animals all over the place. And the kid, of course, being who he is, said, fuck off, and gunned it and ripped down the street about 55 miles an hour. And then five minutes later, he shows back up in the passenger seat with his dad driving a pickup truck, a Ford F-150, and that's Clouds. when all hell broke loose. And I ran. I was out on the street. I had to run up to my house 100 yards away and grab my phone to call you. And by the time we were on the phone and I got back out to the street, you heard the rest. <laughs> okay. We're getting this out to the officers. i got three in route to you, okay? Thank you very Incredible. much. Incredible. Anything else you need from me? Nope, that'll be everything. Thank you so much. <clears throat> Thank you. Thank you. Bye bye. Yeah, just the line. What's the address of the emergency? Goddamn. Um, 
We got these teenagers going up and down the street on this uh, in the dune buggy, um, and they won't even stop. They won't even stop with us in the middle of the road, and the and they're not, they're young. They're going up now. Just the Bobarts. If you know who the Bobarts are, I do not. I'm sorry. Oh, anyway, I need a sheriff out here. Okay. And exactly where is this happening? What's your address there, so I can give them a good location um, from? I live. And then when you get here, I can I can ride up to you to their house. Okay. So you know who's who is. I know who it is. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I don't know the kid's name exactly. They got four boys. Gotcha. Hang on real quick. And what are they doing? Our wonderful. Incredible. They're speeding this. They're speeding. You know those doom buggy things everybody's driving now. Those mm -hmm. those razors or whatever. He's just speeding up and down the road, all over the place, just freaking through his property up. Um, okay. just, he's going like 50 miles an hour, and this is a residential okay. lane. There's kids, and he just, and he just, we stopped, we tried to stop him, and he just okay. freaking tested us and just Incredible. Okay. She can't even get along with her neighbors. phone number, please, ma'am? My name is, and my phone number is. And just repeat that phone number to make sure I have it correct, please. Am I getting, I'm, that's a lie. Okay, what a bunch of well. Thank you. amazing Let's actors on that block. Officers, okay? If they do come back, definitely call us back immediately, well, that's okay? the Republican okay. way. Thank you. All right, thank you. You know, the Republican way is to simply lie. Just lie. Everybody's picking on us. My husband did nothing. It's, it's a complete lie that the entire neighborhood called 911 on us. When my husband was running over their mailboxes and screaming like a fucking baboon. Like another baboon. They're all, that's who they are. Wait, where's the goddamn ECAM? ECAM. Can't get off the screen for some reason. It's something shaking. It's making a noise. You hear that? What the fuck is that? Oh, man. Hold on a second. I have some more video. If I can only get my ECAM back. What the hell is happening? This is so weird. Oh, here it is. Okay. You know, it's very weird. I wish I could show you. ECAM has like two screens. Oh, I guess one is probably the preview and the other is the, the show. I don't know. Now I lost it again. It's something weird's going on here. All right. Here we go. Can I get back here? No. Okay, good. I'm back. Haiku, I'm so sorry to hear that she is your representative. Oh, oh no. No, no, no. That sucks. Could you imagine being her neighbor, though? Oh, my God. That's, that poor neighborhood. Do you think that they voted for her? I doubt it. The neighbors should go to every other neighbor in that district and explain who she is, who that family is, and who those kids are. What about your brats? It just goes to show you, you know, the apple doesn't fall far from the tree. They are 
They're monstrosities. They're out of control. They're, they are unfit. They're just absolutely unfit. All of them. What kind of kid does that, you know? That just goes to show you what a shitty parent she is. Not to mention she's now going to be a granny. That kid's going to be a father. And the cycle of stupidity continues. Fuck off. If, if that happened in my neighborhood, you know, I would be punished. There's no doubt. If I was doing that, and I would never. It just wouldn't even cross my mind. Not that, I mean, it's the greatest. Uh, everything should be done the way it was done <laughs> that I did it or whatever. But Or my parents did it, that's for sure. Please. But they... I mean, they they taught me basic respect. I would I would never. I would be in fear if a neighbor pulled me over and was like, "Slow down" or whatever. I would, and I was like, "Fuck off!" and just peeled out. I would I would my parents would like kick my ass. I would be punished. I wouldn't go out. They would. I wouldn't be able to leave my house for a month. They would be embarrassed, and they would be, uh, be apologetic. Not fuck you, and then go out and start r- running over people's property, mailboxes, and stuff. Sick. Well, that's where it gets. That's where they get it from. You know this privilege. Well, nobody can tell me what to do. I'm the I'm the center of the universe. I'm the most important person here. Never mind your needs, the community's needs, the the community's sanity. They to to live in a safe neighborhood and just be able to hang out outside without being menaced by an asshole on a fucking dune buggy. And the family, the entire family of assholes. God, and who votes for them? Who votes for them? For her. 500 people. That's all it took. And that bitch is back in Congress. Shame on those 500 people. Honestly, shame on them. So Jason doesn't sit around cleaning guns. And he certainly doesn't drink beer out of a glass. What? What? Who cares? Oh, that's bad. He drinks it out of a can. That means he's a man. You see what? How? How easily manipulated Republicans are that they have this vision of the way reality should be. If you drink beer out of a glass, you're somehow what? Not of the people but if you kick down on your fellow Americans and make sure that they are stuffed firmly into entrenched poverty and never get the fuck out then you're a real American hero but don't you ever drink beer out of a glass because Republicans they got their eyes on what's really important and if you do something 
that they don't approve of somehow, then you're, you're, you're not them and you must be disparaged and, and never mind. Well, you know, live and let live. You drink beer out of a glass. I prefer to drink it out of the can for whatever reason, because I'm a fucking easily manipulated douchebag. And I think that somehow that makes me more of a, of a man or something. I don't know what, I don't get it, but okay. What, what do you give a shit? What people drink beer out of you dumb, dumb, useless, embarrassment you embarrassment you disgrace to america and he doesn't drink beer out of a glass well why you why are you divorcing him then he sounds like a dreamboat just as much as he doesn't drink bud light so now we've heard we're halfway through the tweet where she announces she's getting a divorce and it's all because everybody's picking on her and him. He didn't do what the entire neighborhood said he did. And we have recordings of, oh, no, he would never do that. And he never drinks out of a glass. And he hates the very things, the same things we hate. Our own home security Footage shows he didn't sick dogs on the process server. So let's see it. The dogs were outside when the server pulled up and they never showed aggression towards him, nor did he appear afraid of them. Who cares? Methinks you doth protest too much. Our divorce is a private matter, but the misrepresentations must be addressed. Who brought them up? It's like Meghan Markle again. This is what, you know, it's like, why are you focusing on this? Who cares? Did anybody even say to you uh, this stupid sick dogs or that he that they sicked dogs on the process server? How long ago was this? Nobody, it's not top of mind. Lauren, no one is caring about this. Why are you bringing it up again? Now we are thinking about it again. It's the same thing with that Meghan Markle, <laughs> who, you know, is the victim because some rando on Twitter, you know, like uh, June Buggy um, 1568 said that I was a C word. You know, the one, the rando with two followers said, called me a name, and now I got to get the hell out of here. <sighs> Our divorce is a private matter, but the misrepresentations must be addressed because they haven't been addressed enough. Jason deserves his privacy, not slanderous stories. Well, you're bringing them up again which makes us revisit them. So, uh, another swing and a miss, Lauren. Clearly, you don't know what you're doing. Maybe you need to go and go, go, just go. Go Galt. Go Galt, right? 
go Galt. Just go. Whatever you do, go Galt. Putin is building a village of idiots, and he wants you to be the mayor. The mayor of useless idiot town in Russia. It's true. They're Putin's bill. We talked about it. I, I found that to be the best news story of the year. Mm-mm-mm. Errol Thomas says, Tara, when you were living in Staten Island, a.k.a. Shaolin, did you live next door to those voting Republic clowns? No. Not that I knew. I, I was, uh, my neighbors, who I still know, they still live there. They're old now, in their 80s, believe it or not. I grew up next, they were like my second family, and um, they were normal people. But there were Republicans, but I hung out with, you know, I was a kid, so what do I know? And as I grew older, I hung out with, I found my my people, my normal people, and we hung out and hated the Republicans to, as a group, and talked about how stupid they were and how racist and dumb and ugly and bigoted and hateful and yeah there you go okay where am i our divorce is a private matter despite what others may say i welcome your thoughts and fervent heartfelt prayers for our family which is a disgrace well, I added the disgrace part. But, you know, funny enough, Lauren is, she loves Jesus, supposedly. She Just like the rest of the Republican Party, they love, um, you know, ethics. Uh, like, they call for George Santos to resign, some of them. And when it comes to action, it's the completely opposite thing that they that they do so do just do as i say not as i do right uh lauren is big on talk not on action she's big on pointing fingers she's big on um well her jesus hates the same thing she hates which is funny because she everything uh you know her only actually really when you think about it her only holy obligation is hate, hating a minority group. There's no holy obligation to stay married or talk to her kids about premarital sex, you know, give them the information and learning or whatever, education, or even taking them, taking them and getting them some condoms if you want to live in reality. No, none of that. None of that safe sex. That safe sex is for, you know, liberals, Democrats, normal people. So here we go. Where is, where is she? What the fuck, man? Hmm. Did I get this? I have a very good clip that I wanted to play. And I have it. I swear to God. I swears to God. It's here. 
just it's just oh I see it's in the wrong folder why the hell did I do that la da dee here it comes it's gonna be good yes it is why can't I find it well anyway in the meantime I will explain what we're about to see one of these years one of these years. What the hell? What folder is this in? Come on, man. Come on, man. Well, I'll put it again. Here we go. Oh, and thank you, Robin M., for your soup chat. Variety is the spice of life. Yes, it is. I hear that. I heard that once. I didn't make that up, but... I like the same things. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I, well, I do do the same. Th well, we're all creatures of habit. But, yes, variety... is good. Here we go. Lauren Boebert, do as I say, not as I do. She's This is her preaching about how to keep your man and stay married because of Jesus. She's, so, she's such a tedious... Are you struggling in your marriage? Begin to incredible. speak life into your marriage. <laughs> Ladies, you are called to something great in oh, your marriage. I'm, I feel it. I feel the spirit. The power that you have in Christ for your marriage is unmatched. And if you start chasing oh Jesus with up. everything that you have, I promise you, your husband will chase you chasing Jesus. <laughs> yes. To be able to speak life into a marriage speak life. that seems like it's ending. Incredible. It's so powerful. Isn't it? <laughs> Except that... Why don't you take your own advice, Lauren? It's so powerful. Ladies, I promise you, you will... When you do what I tell you to do, not as I... Well, do as I say and not as I do. I promise you, I'm, I sound really good right now. I sound very powerful. I like saying things like this. I always raise my voice. I say things about Jesus. I talk about Jesus a lot. I say Jesus tells you to do this. Jesus tells you to hate. Hate gays. Hate trans. Hate, 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 hate. Hate people on public assistance. Teach them you know, you got to hate them so you could teach them to be not them. Right? That's the way Jesus was. When Jesus was here, Jesus was like, ah, hey, talk to the hand. You know, the rich. I'm here for the rich, bitch. Talk to the hand. I'm going to, you got, you want, you got any money? Hey, uh, 
give me twenty dollars. You want to? You want me to turn this water into wine? You got dot? You got twenty dollars? Or denarii? How many denarii you got, buddy? Huh? I'll tell you who to hate. No, no, no. Well, here's another. Here's Lauren talking about her. She's going to be a grandmother. Because she's, she's not perfect, you know. Obviously, I'm a Christian, and, you know, there, there are standards that we like to uphold, but none of us do it perfectly. Um, you know, one of the, the Never. biggest things that I how, look to is... None of us do it perfect. How about the first, the next, you, how about, <laughs> never. You never do it perfectly. Nobody's asking you. Well, why don't you stop shoving it down everybody else's throats and stop p- putting and projecting your hatred of other people onto this Jesus who, you know, you, you you can't even live up to this this vision of Jesus. Because Jesus has all the compassion in the world for you, right, Lauren? Because you're an utter failure at everything you, you try to shove down everybody else's throats. But you don't have an ounce of compassion for anybody else. And I'm not saying that you know, gay people, trans people need your compassion. But if that's what you think, you know, you need, you need, you have it for yourself, right? And all your hypocrisies. So why why doesn't it extend to anybody else? Why don't you shut your mouth? Stop tormenting the human race with your, your, your bigotries. Because you can't even live up to your own standards. Not in the least. But you sure like talking about it, right? You sure like telling everybody how great you are. Ladies, I promise you, your husband will blah, 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 chase you if you're chasing Jesus. But does your family ever chase Jesus? The only way you would chase Jesus if he came back, you'd chase him with all those AR-15s you and your sons like to pose with. You'd chase him off your property with a bunch of dogs, right? And and AR-15s, and then you'd get drunk and run over his mailbox. Because that's what you do when you're a Christian. I'm a Christian, obviously. Yeah, obviously, I could tell by your... Your, your bottomless hypocrisy, sadly. I don't see Christians, you know, uh, you always got to tell us how Christian you are, but I don't ever see it. You know, why don't you show me? Why, why, when I, wouldn't it be nice if that's the way it was with these Christians, these fake-ass Christians, where we're like, wow, that's a Christian for you you know they're not you know decent they are i'm saying they're not a bunch of assholes they're decent they care about the poor they care about others they try to lend a helping hand they're good neighbors to their community they are compassionate they are humane no 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 none of that they got none of that 
You're a Christian. What are you doing walking around with an AR-15? Shooter's grill. Pew, pew. They have no compassion for anybody or anything. That's the mark of a Christian, of of a Republican Christian. Republican Jesus. Hate the poor. Love love thyself above all others. Right? Everything, uh, well, let me see. Republican Jesus. What is that fucking thing? What is shaking? I'm sorry. I'm trying to figure it out. Well, the fact is, uh, you know, Conservatives hated progressives 2,000 years ago, too. That's why they crucified Jesus. Hate the poor, worship money, ignore the sick, enrich the rich, expel the, the stranger, throw lots of stones, love thyself above all, and mass casualty weapons for all. That's the Republican Jesus. I wish I was wrong. I I wish their Jesus was the Jesus who, you know, loved the the poor, welcomed the stranger. Rich man can't get into heaven uh, because you know it's a shame. If you're you die rich, you're not getting into heaven because w- what are you doing with all all these billions? Something wrong with you. Jesus Christ. All right, let's listen to the rest of her hypocrisy. Him who knows to do right and doesn't, it's sin. And I mean, oh, there's things all throughout okay. the week that I know is That's right sin. to do. And sometimes, you know, I, I, I don't do them. Um, so certainly there are some like beliefs what? that you, you know, like, wait, this isn't exactly right and exactly what we have taught you. But this is like what? Like what? What are you talking about? There are things during the week I know I should do, but I don't. Like what? What are you doing, Lauren? Like what? Like what? Are you stealing from people? Are you effing around on your husband? What are you doing? Are you cheating? Are you, well, we know you're lying. Are you telling, uh, strutting around a stage, telling other women that you're, how to keep their man with the arrogance, you know what I mean? That's the other thing, the, the unearned arrogance of these right-wingers. No compassion. I mean, I wish they would take a hard look at at themselves for a second because of course it's even now when she's announcing she's a she's a gonna be a granny 34 year old grandmother just like she made her mother a 34 year old grandmother and she's got no sense of introspection she's not looking at herself in any way she's not learning anything from it where she she can try to i mean balance the the idea that 
or whatever. Just balance her hypocrisies. What can she? How do these mutually uh, or opposing thoughts? I mean, what am I trying to say? Like being held <laughs> simultaneously, where she says she's a Christian who loves Jesus, follows Jesus, blah, 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 has all these standards for everybody else, but never, ever lives up to them herself, except she's when she's beating people over the head with all of her standards. Nothing but hypocrisy. I mean, and the fact that I just can't stand them. Uh, well, the fact that uh, like sending out a Christmas card with this is who Republicans are. They all do this. Stand with <laughs> sending out a Christmas card where they're all standing around with AR-15s is so absolutely repugnant to everything that this Jesus they pretend to worship stood for. And there they go. Not without a hint of irony, without a hint of self-respect uh, or introspection or self-awareness. You, know, you would think maybe one day you, know, you have that moment of clarity like a, like a sick and suffering addict and wake up and go, oh my God. But the fact is, in order to get to that point, as that, see, they're not, they're not the ones suffering. They're making all us suffer. They f inflict their suffering outward on everyone else. They inflict their manias on us instead of taking a look at themselves. Say, oh, is this really working? Look at my life. I pretend to love Jesus. And my whole life, all I do is use Jesus as a baseball bat to beat people up with. Is that how Jesus wanted it? What would Jesus say? What if he came back and saw your Christmas card? What would he say? He would be absolutely appalled there is no doubt you know he was <laughs> prone to anger i don't know if prone is the right word but there are stories where jesus had had enough as we know flipping the tables in the temple he had enough of the money changers in the temple using religion to rob people the scammers, you know, the Jimmy Swaggerts, the, who's that, you know, that old Cretan, Crypt Keeper, Pat Robertson. This, this is who they are. I mean, he'd be flipping out if he came back and saw what these Republicans are doing in his supposed name. Who would Jesus hang out with? He would hang out with the Dylan Mulvaney's. He'd hang out with the trans community. He'd hang out with the, the marginalized, the misunderstood, the vilified, the targeted groups. There's absolutely no doubt. That's who he was all over the Bible. That's the story 
it's not he's hanging out in uh you know the the roman palaces getting fed grapes and figuring out bribes to you know say give me a couple of dollars and i'll uh, i'll turn some fishes i'll turn this wine, water into wine you know got 20 dollars jesus christ right haiku on the chat why not cut out the middleman and take the family down and pose in the morgue exactly exactly but they love jesus they love jesus and there they are sitting there with that's that's with their guns weapons of war killing that 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 decimate children in this country at a astonishing and disgustingly appalling rate and there they are it is so absolutely sickening how much longer are we going to take it where we're at and we're going to teach you about redemption and how to move forward redemption i wish i wish you know when when will we see the lee atwater types are there any you know that was the only one one person of all of these right wingers in my entire life and that and lee atwater was before my time not that, i mean i was alive i was little when was that actually lee atwater when did he die was that reagan at water he died in 91. Okay. So, yeah, but he's the only one that I've ever heard of, of these right-wingers who called up. He he apologized, called people up, spent the last months of his life, of his short life that was cut short because he had a brain tumor or brain cancer or brain tumor or something was killing him. He only had a few months to live, and he had an awakening of how he had wasted his life and how he had harmed the country that he pretended to love. And he spent the last months of his life calling up his the former opponents, apologizing, apologizing to them for all the harm he had done to them and the country. But will the Republican... Well, I haven't heard of a single Republican since then having a similar awakening, unfortunately. You would think maybe it would be Boebert for all her talk about Jesus this and Jesus that. She hates Jesus. She wants to use Jesus as a baseball bat, just like her husband used their truck as a weapon to run over people's mailboxes. All right. It's time to go to bed, I think. Should I get Tara Jr. out here? Tara Jr. Jr. And Ray? Oh, I guess we can talk about this on Friday, because I did want to talk about Obama and the divided media. Well, that's a that's kind of a evergreen topic. 
Hmm. Who should I play? Maybe I'll play Lauren Boebert's marriage advice again. So you can really learn from her. Are you struggling in your marriage? Begin to speak life into your marriage. Ladies, you are called to something great in your marriage. The power that you have in Christ for your marriage is unmatched. And if you start chasing Jesus with everything that you have, I promise you, your husband will you. chase you chasing Jesus. Jesus. Chasing Jesus. To be able to speak life into a marriage <laughs> that seems like it's ending. Tell us. Tell us. It's so powerful. Isn't it though, Lauren? It's so powerful. Even though. Say hello to everybody. Mm -hmm. Good boy. Good boy. Who's a good boy? You are. Yes, right. All right. Guys, guys, guys. I'm losing my voice. Jesus. You see how much I love Jesus? I say Jesus. Listen, listen, listen. We will win. <clears throat> I'm losing my voice, but okay. Say hello. We're on the right side of history. Right? We're on the right side of decency. Right? <laughs> Dignity. Democracy. Humanity. Hey! That's my mouth. And cats. We're on the right side of cats. My name is Tara Devlin. Thank you so much for hanging out. We stick together. We win. Thank you, everybody. You have your marching orders. You know, you know, you know. And I will see you on Friday night.